I swear. Wrestling Podcast. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the A Squared Circle Wrestling Podcast, our all new time slot of Saturday. And what a Saturday it is, as well as in the, the Web Pro. Gloomy. Don't say gloomy. Well, the curtain, the curtain, the, the blinds I'll, I'll are shut, the lights are the off. Blinds. I'll do the blinds now. Okay. There we go. That's better, isn't it? That's better, yeah. I, I didn't mind it gloomy. Oh. It's calming. Well, should have said. Yeah. We're we're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed now. And we're good to go. The A Squared Circle Wrestling Podcast. What a what a podcast it is, eh? Yeah, it certainly is the most the 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 highest-rated British wrestling podcast conducted by a pair of gentlemen called Andy and Andy. Did you see the picture I put up on? You didn't like it as per normal on Instagram of Cowboy Night, and we're doing the A Squared. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. That puts some uh, that that kind of um, it adds a lot really to the A squared name, doesn't it? Knowing that it's it's been around for so long. Yeah. Twelve um, years. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve whole years, and that may not have even been the actual start of it. You know. No. It may have been before then. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? Can't remember the exact day. But um. But yeah, and that all came about because of Andrew and Andrew's solicitors, wasn't it? Down North End. North End. Yeah. A squared solicitors. Squared solicitors. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what's been a lot's been going on in the world of professional wrestling. It has um, been one hell of a week. The, the business, the face of the business, may have changed forever. Yeah. Um, may well have done. So we're going to talk a little bit about that in today's episode. Um, we're also going to do our usual. What have you been up to? <laughs> okay. Well, it was my anniversary <laughs> yesterday. Oh, do you, we're going to jump straight into it, are we? Well, why not? Okay. Yeah. It was your so anniversary, SD. Congratulations. Three years and three years married. I'm amazed that it's so lasted that that's long. That's like a thousand days. Well, over th- mm, 360, 720. So, yeah, so over a thousand days. No, just under a. Th- yep, just over a thousand days. <laughs> and I'd say at those thousand days, I reckon 800 of them, either my wife wanted to kill me or I've wanted to kill her. Yeah. So. 200 good days. 200 though. good days, yeah. <laughs> I'm only joking, Lindsay. I love you. This is humour. Okay. I'm glad you glad yeah. you cleared that we up. We went for Nando's. Oh, yeah. very classy. Went to Nando's in Whiteley. And, um, that makes it a bit classy, doesn't it? Yeah. Where'd you go? Whiteley. Oh, Whiteley. Whiteley Village, I think they call it. And uh, and we have a young lad at our training school called Aidan Taylor. And his brother, Adorable Kieran. Adorable Aidan. Yeah. His brother, Kieran, works in Nando's. And he sorted us right out. What kind of discounts did you get? 20% off desserts. Only off desserts? What about me? Well, to be fair, I didn't actually go to him. He wasn't serving. He was serving me. He was at the other till when we ordered the mains. Oh. So when I went back, it wasn't until after mains as well because we contemplated not buying the desserts. It was, you know, they're like five or each. I was just like, we could just go to the Tesco's Express and buy a Crunch Corner or something. Yeah, and that probably would have been more substantial, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Cheaper. So we saw saw Kieran. Isn't it Kieran? Taylor, I guess, and he uh, adorable <coughs> Kieran, adorable Kieran, and he got, got us twenty percent off. So I was uh, more than happy. Good with that. man, thank you, Kieran. Good man. I hope, no, he listens. I hope that's not going to get him in trouble when he's no, no. He had to ask his off. boss. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, excuse me, sir. Would it be okay to get my friend twenty percent off? Yeah, Is and it like it was, it was lovely. Actually, he said, "You look after my brother, so I'll look after you." He said, oh, "That's true." Yeah, and Kieran, he's come. Oh, yeah, and this was it. As we were leaving, he shouted across the restaurant, 
I'll see you next Saturday. And I turn around, I say, I couldn't ignore him, but I was literally the other side of the restaurant, packed Nando's. In my, I can be very loud and very booming. And I was like, okay, all right, Kira. And Lindsay's like, Andrew, stop it. This is so loud. And then she really embarrassed me, so I had to just leave. She told you off. Yeah, she did, yeah. She was so loud. So, yeah, that was our anniversary. Oh, lovely. But she was happy. Good. Yeah. Um, anything else? Uh, uh, I'm trying to think about this week. Wrestled on we a holiday, bank holiday park. weekend, haven't we? Have we? It was bank holiday on Monday. Did I do, did I do anything? Oh, I wrestled then as well. Yeah, I wrestled Monday and I wrestled Thursday. So everyone thinks I'm retired. I'm <laughs> very <laughs> much. I'm smiling because I actually told her. I told her a lady you'd retired on Thursday. Yeah, well, I got a couple of tweets. I think they might be sisters asking me if I was going to be there. Na- in actual fact. Uh, I broke Bret Hart's rule of never forsake your fans. I forgot uh, to reply. So, yeah. And due to timeline issues, uh, sorry, timing issues and days issues, I'll potentially never wrestle at Selzy again. Never. Well, you won't. You're you're off. Oh, okay. Well, you're, you're retired. I'm not retired. You are. Um, you wait for the attendance to fall off a cliff. That's I'm still waiting. Yeah. Um, we changed days and everything, and we're still going strong, mm. so... That's a hard one to change that. days. Yeah, and we've, we've ridden that storm. It's not an issue. We'll see. Uh, so you had a show Thursday as well? I had a show on Thursday. What? Did I not have anything over the weekend? No. No. Did I not? I don't think so. No, I didn't. I had no shows over the weekend. Yeah. That was good. That was a good time. Mm-hmm. On Monday, Bank Holiday Monday, I came into the office for a bit of work. Respite. Work. <laughs> um, <laughs> Came into the office for a bit of work in the morning. Yep. And then in the afternoon, we took Calvin to Staunton Country Park. It's a good one. When I searched Staunton Country Park, actually, because um, there's a there's a baby bull there. Not the baby bull that we know. No. There was an actual baby bull there, two <coughs> days old. Really? Uh, its mother had rejected it. And the, the guy said, um, go on um, the Facebook page. You can have a say in naming the bull. What, is, that, is he implying that like if the mother hadn't rejected it, Oh no! The so mother would have named no, it. no. So like these, this type of ball, they go around all the different country parks. They're like walking balls or something. I don't know. Okay. They go, but as a result, they get, they put they take them to all these different country parks around the country. Yeah. Um, and the ball now, because its mother rejected it, isn't going to be with a pack. It's going to be essentially like a, uh, a loved a Staunton ball, loved there, um, looked after there. So that's why they're naming it. Um, and um. Yeah, and I went on the Facebook page to try and name it, and I typed in Staunton Country Park, and you know what the first thing that came up was? Tell me. It was uh, Lindsay Simmons having checked into Staunton Country Park, <laughs> really, yeah. saying what a lovely time she'd had there. Yeah, I was going to say, she uh, she goes there, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so what did you do, what, what name did you come up with? Oh, I didn't come up with, that distracted me, and then I forgot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I was going to come up with something like Andy. Mm. Brett. Yeah, but I didn't know, I didn't know if it was a boy or a girl. So oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I was okay. hoping the Facebook page would would uh, let yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But if it was a boy, Andy, maybe Calvin is second choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it was a maybe Simba as a third choice. Yeah. No, I'm joking. I've just that's my dog, isn't it? I'm well, at least uh, at least. I uh, know. Oh wait, I was going to call. Is a bull, right? Yeah. Oh, which obviously isn't a cat. No. So no. No. Okay. Don't worry about it. Because you called your dog, which is a dog, Simba. But he looks like a lion. But Simba is a lion, like which a is a lion. cat. So but he looks like a little lion, yeah. like a little little baby lion. Yeah. Okay. So, I got Simba back though. Oh, so we had a oh, we're having loads of housework done. I forgot to mention that. So you know, um, 
when we did our Epic Encounter episode last week, yeah, um, I neglected a couple of facts. But essentially, what happened was we just talked so much before the Epic Encounter, like before we got to the topic. So we decided the topic will be the Epic Encounter, yeah, and all the calamity. But we don't make notes or anything, do we? We just memory. We just talk from memory. And but also, the conversation before is just free flowing, right? Yeah. And like we don't know what the other person's going to say. Just like real life. Sure. Right? Just mm-hmm. like real life. So by the time we got to the actual topic of the episode, I'd forgotten half of what I was going to talk about. And about, we'd, yeah. talked, we'd gone long as well. So I was like, just whizzed through it all. Yeah. Um, but what I neglected to mention is we'd been having building work going on in our house. Not that it really matters to any <laughs> anyone listening. <laughs> unless you can do it, do it cheaper. Unless you can do it cheaper. And if there yeah. are any builders out there based in the, the Portsmouth region, there is a, quite a bit more work that needs doing. Um, so, uh, But the week that of Epic Encounter, Haley and Calvin went away on holiday and left me to deal with the, the mess of the builders. And first thing I had to do was clear the, the room. So her brother came and disconnected the, the sink. Um, and... Uh, but then Haley was like, oh, I should have asked him to stay and help you move out the furniture. I was like, yeah, that had been nice, like yeah. lugging around these sinks. And uh, since that point, um, I've had several people say to me, oh, you should have said to me, mate, I would have come and helped you. Yeah, um, you get those afterwards, obviously. Um, but, but seriously, if uh, <laughs> if you had asked me, I probably would have come down to help you for an hour. Um, but yeah, so I moved. Uh, I had to move all that stuff out and then deal with the builders. And it was so dusty, really dusty. Builders dust, not good. Um, so anyway, I was dealing with all of that. Um, and then on that week, and also what I f- neglected to mention on that week, just while I think about it, is um, the paramedics for the show on the Thursday of that week. So the show was on the Friday, right? Yep. On the Thursday <coughs> at 3.30pm yep. on the Thursday, right? The paramedics sent an email round to all their clients, including myself, um, saying, essentially, we regret to inform you we won't be covering any events moving forward. Didn't mean to stitch anyone up. Sorry. That looks long and short of it. Yeah. Right? Their next event they were covering for me was the following day. So I had to find medical cover for my event with a couple of hours notice. So that wasn't very fun. No. Um, But we did it. We found we found found some cover. And, uh, yeah, and, and all was good in the world. But, like, again, I'm sure you can imagine in a week where you're, you know, all this stuff to organise, people coming into the country, visas being organised, uh, you know, ladders having to be organised, tables being organised. Um, and uh, The last thing you need. Just, yeah, the last yeah. thing you need, yeah. And on top of uh, the building work and, mm-hmm. yeah, then we've got my paramedics. And you're on your out. own. And I'm on my own. Yeah. I'm all on my own. And I didn't even have my dog because my dog was on holiday. Um so I got Simba back. That's where we got to. Yeah, yeah. I got Simba back. Nice to have uh, Simba back. Yeah, we had a, this week we had some uh, the ceiling taken down and re-put in and some lights. and oh, Just expensive. Yeah. Um, so that's what I did this week. Monday, that. Tuesday, babysitting duties Tuesday. Sea Life Centre this week we went to. Yep. I'm kind of worry, worrying, like, what's going to happen when we run out of things to do? Just do, it again, just do it again. Just do it again. Yeah, go back to the beginning. Yeah. This is his third visit to the Sea Life Centre since he's been born. In a year. In a year. <laughs> in a year. So, like, mm. <coughs> I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. You could probably go every day and he still wouldn't get bored of it. I might, though. Because <laughs> I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy yeah. activities I enjoy. Like, I like going to the farm. Staunton mm-hmm. Country Park, we've been, like, several times. Annual yeah. pass members. Save some money. Well, yeah. I went to the West Wittering Beach yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. And guess where Lindsay's going today? West Wittering Beach. West Wittering Beach. For a change. The following day. She knows now, though. She knows all the spots, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, true. So. Yeah. Um. 
nicer weather today than it was yesterday as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a bit cloudy yesterday. She'd probably have a better day of anything without you whining. Well, we, probably. We went for a lovely uh, family photo shoot with James Musselwhite. Oh, lovely. So, look forward to seeing those. You can pretend to be happy. Yeah. These look good in the pictures. Yeah. No, it's actually... In all oh, seriousness. he's good at airbrushing, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Airbrush out my derby. Yeah. Go on, sorry. What were you saying? I was just saying that, like, it was, it was just like a nice day. I'm sure it was. Yeah. I'm sure it was. Yeah, we about an hour taking... <coughs> excuse me, taking pictures and about two hours of um, chatting about wrestling in the cafe. <laughs> Not with Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> you stay outside. <laughs> yeah. She was sat there and me and James were, yeah, putting the rest of the world to rights. Oh, I see you got yourself a t-shirt out of it. I did actually, yeah. He said, oh, what size are you? I said, well, I know, medium, large. And he gave What's me that one. say? Indi- ind- Independent. Independent. Is it spelled wrong? No, I'm just be. like, because it's like on yeah, yeah, three yeah. separate, it's like, yeah. I'm implying that it's three separate words. Oh, okay. No, it says independent. I'm glad that you've hashtag. Not glad my you. I'm glad. <laughs> 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 I was going to say. I'm glad you would put your uh, your flag in the sand. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Um, have I done? Got up to anything else, Hans? No. Tuesday, Wednesday, wrestling show on Thursday. Really good. Enjoyed that. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good. Good time. Mm-hmm. Um. And then today, yesterday, work. Oh, I went to some flat viewings yesterday. Oh, did you? Mm. Moving, are you? No, someone's moving in. What? What? Yeah, I went to some flat viewings. Oh, someone's moving over here, you mean? Yeah. Uh, What, long term or short term? Don't know. Okay. Just went to some flat viewings for a mate. Okay. Um, Kept that quiet. It's exciting, isn't it? Mm. Um, Who could it be? A mystery. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's nothing to do with wrestling, <laughs> in case you're wondering. Oh, okay. Um, just a friend from home. Who you get to meet next week? All right. Um, you can't dislike him just because he's my friend either. Does he want to be a wrestler? Probably not. I'll bring him to the school. Okay. I'll be his friend then. Um, right. So. Um, right. Someone called Andrew Sim has just messaged the Rev Pro page. That's interesting, isn't it? Oh. Andrew Sim. I thought it was... Very Sim. close to me, yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to be like, oh, it's my pseudonym, but... Kurt Angle says that AEW will never catch Monster WWE. Well, that's what Andrew says. Did he send you a message there? No, I'm just looking at... Uh, <laughs> I was just, I was going up for our 30-week 30, 30 wrestler challenge. Yeah. And it's just flashed up on... You know, WrestleTalk <coughs> are getting really good at clickbait now, aren't they? Who are, sorry? WrestleTalk. Oh, right, okay. getting good at clickbait. Well, obviously, my daughter, Poppy, she loves YouTube. So I see all the clickbait videos. You know, like the headlines are all like... Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Breaking news. But WWE tag team wants to leave the WWE. Can I just point out as well, though, with that, with that, because it's wrestling, mm-hmm. right? Even though, like, you know, like, so I subscribe to Wrestling Observer, right? Yeah. So it comes out on normally like a Thursday morning. Yeah. Right? By Thursday midday, all the clickbait stuff is like all going like, yeah. 
all WWE superstar disgruntled. Sure. Vince McMahon very happy with the performance of this wrestler yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. right? Okay. And even though I know it's just come directly from the Observer and it's definitely being taken out of context, yeah. right? Uh, just to get you to click on the article. Okay. I just can't help myself. Do you know why? <laughs> just in know. case it might. might it might be news. some new, new news. Yeah. And I think I think clickbait got me once, though. That's how I found out Spudded time with WWE. It was like, oh, oh really? TNA star to WWE. And you can't help but be interested on that if you're interested in wrestling on any level. And I was like... Oh, I wonder if that's like James Storm or someone. So I, this was probably on Rajar.com, actually. So it's a bit clickbaity by the headlines. And yeah, this is uh, Spud. I was like, oh, didn't know that. Fantastic. And now he's actually doing he's doing absolutely amazingly, isn't he? I'd like to point out, Kurt Angle hasn't really said anything horrible about AEW at all. Right. Again, the headline taken out of context. Mm-hmm. AEW will do very well, but it's not WWE. WWE's a monster. Yeah. It'll be fun to see how this pans out. I've seen companies in the past attempt to make runs against WWE. WCW was actually neck and neck. TNA was not able to compare, but they had a great run with amazing talent, and TNA was a solid number two. AEW has some amazing talent as well, but WWE's so global, I don't think anyone will catch them. That's my opinion, and I could be wrong. That's a fair opinion, isn't <laughs> it? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Good for Kurt Angle. That's good. Um, and I wouldn't be disgruntled. I wouldn't be upset if... So w- I can imagine WWE would be upset with him for that statement. Yeah. Because he's putting over AEW. Sure. And I can also imagine... But it's like he's giving him a chance. Yeah. Yeah. And I can also imagine that AEW will be upset with that because he's not saying they're going to compete. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, poor Kurt. But that's <laughs> probably the, one of the most logical answers, isn't it? Um, right, so, the, are you going to do a theme tune? Uh, no, you do it. Cause no, because you have to do it. Okay. Oh, I came up with a new yeah, idea. That's, that's why I came up with a oh. new idea. I was going to call you about it. So, if, do you remember last week we did it to Mr. Perfect's theme yeah, tune? Yeah, and I thought that you were going to do it again, but I thought you'd have practised it. Well, no, no, but I, th- I think it should be another game is we do the th- Andy and Andy 30 Week Wrestling Challenge tune to a WWF theme tune, then you need to try and guess what oh, theme tune it, it is. You're making it very complicated, aren't <coughs> you? <coughs> but that makes it fun. If you want to do okay. it. Okay, hold on. Andy's and Andy's 30 Week Wrestling Challenge. Do, do. <laughs> no? <laughs> One more time. <laughs> so I'm going. I'm basing this off how I used to sing the tunes when I was playing with the toys as a kid. Okay. Andy's and Andy's thirty week wrestling challenge. Do do. You might have it. Yokozuna. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Told you. It's a good game, isn't it? It's a good game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. I like to work that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How funny you got it. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That was actually yeah, that's that's in. That's a keeper that is. Yeah. Um shame we're coming to an end. <laughs> we'll start um, again. Uh We're on week twenty three. Okay. Favourite feud. Uh Okay, so I'm I'm gonna say two because I'm gonna say one which is just underrated, which I just really enjoyed for no particular reason. Got and it. I'm gonna try and think of a good one. Yeah. Um Val Venus versus Rikishi. Do you remember that one? Um, yeah, oh, I know it was the, so good. I know the matches. Like, was he no, but like the angles. The no. Like, he was just nasty Val Venus. Val Venus and Rikishi on SmackDown. Are you sure he wasn't right to censor? Yeah. Oh, no, no, he wasn't. Of course he wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But leading up to, like, SummerSlam 2000. Yeah, they used to smash a 
They had a cage match be, against each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. Didn't Rikishi real do a splash of a cage? Real or fi- yeah, but real yeah. physical angles. Oh, yeah? Like, real physical. Yeah, I, I remember it, but I don't remember it. You know. It was good. Yeah. Check it out on the WWE Network. Available okay. for only nine ninety nine. Yeah. If they wanted to sponsor us, we'd take their blood money. Yeah, that's it. I wouldn't even call it blood money. I'd just no. call it money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd yeah. say, here you go, my children. Have some dinner. Yeah. Um, I'm not like implying that? I can't feed my children what's because that, um, we're not sponsored. What's that um, term they say? Blood red turns dollar green. Yeah, but that's in reference to blading and. Yeah, yeah, but it's still money in it. Yeah, and <laughs> blood. <laughs> Everyone's got their price, <laughs> and WWE Network. If you want to find out our price, it's not very high. So <laughs> yeah, you'd be amazed. <laughs> just chuck us a few free subscriptions. <coughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, if they gave us a year's free subscription, well, 120 quid saved. I'd still want some money as well, though. Who would you? Yeah, I did a. Um, I did a little article once for the Daily Mirror, didn't I? They did a big post being like, was anyone at SummerSlam 92? Yeah. And I said, I was. And then I gave them the spiel about how I was there. And then I went on to wrestle and appear on WWE. And they were really quite thrilled about that. And do you know what I got? I got a three-month voucher for the WWE Network. Which, at the time, I'll tell you what, it... it, uh, it went live, like the article went live the same weekend. I think probably the same day Poppy was born. So I didn't think much of it. I gave that £30 voucher to Curtis Chapman. And now I realise, oh, I could do that 30 quid now if Poppy's nearly two. Mm. So, yeah. Do you want... Oh, we won't get into it. I was going to give you a secret how you can get the network for free. Oh, I'm not doing that. But you just cancel your subscription, they give you a month for free. Oh, do they? Yeah. But they don't have to resubscribe. No, they just, you, I think you can literally just be like, they'll be like, oh, change your mind. Uh-huh. Ah, oh, okay, I change my mind, yeah. I get a free month, and then so on and so forth. No, nah, like, I'm always a big, big... I think you, well, you obviously are as well. Yeah, I pay for it. But I, I'm ha- I will happily pay for any subscription. So yeah. I subscribe to WWE, New Japan. Um, do I subscribe to anything else? No, I don't think I do, but you can't not support these things. Can you? No, you can't. You can't not support them. You can't them, not so. support them. Yeah. Yeah, I've got... Uh, what subscriptions do I have? I have a very close friend of mine who's got a very good job, who's like... Oh, I just find it all on YouTube. And Cody. It, Cody? On, yeah. yeah. Oh, it, oh it, like, it really makes me cross almost. Cause um, I I have, um, so I have WWE Network. Yeah. I have uh, RPW On Demand. Yeah. Um, I don't have that. I actually shoot pay for RPW On Demand. I just, you get a free subscription of I know there's a, for myself. I know there's a lot of people who do have a code, but you've never once offered me a code. You've never asked for one, ever. Okay. <laughs> so Can I have one, please? If you use it. No, of course I'll use it. Um, so, uh, I have a UFC Fight Pass. I got suckered back into that one. Oof. I wish I didn't. You like spend I, a lot. I do, actually, yeah. It's only 35 quid or so. Um, obviously. <laughs> then you've got Sky, BT Sports. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to cancel my Sky Sports. I keep... And, th- and this is uh, sincere... I was going to cancel my Sky Sports anyway, but now WWE's not on it. I've got even less of a reason to have you it. I think I actually said this a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, you don't even watch WWE on Sky Sports anyway. Well, I just got my Skybox refitted, and I even set Raw to Series Link. Well, I've got Raw on Series Link and SmackDown on Series yeah, Link. Yeah, well, I used to. Like, <coughs> But when you get a new box, you lose everything, don't you? Because my box sort of... Oh, did you say up. you haven't got it on Series Link? No, I haven't, no. <coughs> but yeah. when I woke up Tuesday morning, I said, oh, I'll put Raw on while before the kids get up. And then I realised I haven't got it on Series Link anymore. You so. must have been Devo's. Oh, I was a bit like, oh. And then you were like, oh, hang on. I can go on YouTube and watch a 30-minute thing. Which yeah. Tell me everything I need well, to Well, I'm know. sure there's a Sky 1 
compacted down, isn't there, version? I don't know. Like the highlights or something. It's a load of rubbish anyway, isn't it? It is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've seen it. I've not seen it. I'm not going to sit there and be like... No, yeah, but why? Bad. Why haven't you seen it? Well, that's the point. Yeah. Because it's like it's I've rubbish. not missed it, but... Yeah. It's, not, it's sad. Yeah. It's really sad. But do you know what I think is the saddest part about it? Go on. Is that when we look back mm-hmm. to... I don't know if you kind of remember these. Like, so like 2004, 2005, around yeah. that time. Yeah. 2006, around that time. All the way up to probably 2010, okay. maybe. We'd be like, maybe even a bit further. Maybe even up to like 2012. I don't know. I can't. Yeah. But like, we'd be like, oh, this is nowhere near as good as it used to be. Yeah, and yeah. then you look back on those shows now <coughs> on the WWE Network, yeah, and you're like, "This was so good uh-huh. because it's so good c- compared to What's what we've got now. now." Yeah. So if you look at that string of shows, like that year, you had the Bret Hart comeback to kick off 2010, then you went straight into uh, the Nexus angle, and then you had the Rock coming back, and then you had CM Punk Summer of Punk. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? There so was always like something, wasn't there? Was there? Yeah. You might get a lapse of four to six weeks of like, oh, this is, yeah. I'll stick with it. But I never never really watched a full episode. Like, not continuously. I remember the last Raw I stayed up for that I can remember was the Bret Hart comeback. I thought, I've got to watch that. Like, live, I mean. Uh, did you start for Brock Lesnar comeback? Uh, do you know what? I did, but I fell asleep by the time he... Of course he did. Yeah. <laughs> but, but but I did get nudged. Take this is going to be. It <laughs> Come on, wake up now. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I did. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just. I think it's sad. I think it's sad. Um, so let's uh, use that because, like, again, I want to reiterate as well. Yeah. I don't want WWE to do badly. I want WWE to do well. I love WWE. Sure. Like, and again, like, uh, I I just feel like at the moment it's very. I don't know. The, the the way I'd describe it at the moment, mm-hmm. right? So there's an, someone said, there's a Stu Hart quote, I think, about wrestling. Okay. It might be Stu Hart, it might be someone else. I could just be butchering it. But he he likens it to a steak. You add sauce on, you add some flavouring sauce on your steak okay. and it tastes nice, right? Yep. So then you add more on and it still tastes nice. You're like, oh, but then you're, after a little while, your taste buds get used to it and whatever so you're like oh let's add a little bit more seasoning <coughs> on excuse right. me are we talking about the same dinner or are we talking about like you have steak every day kind of thing so like you're just a steak connoisseur you have it once okay. a week you have right. it on steak Fridays is that alright right for you yep. it's on a deal at Weatherspoons on yep. a Friday you get it for a discount yep. right um, but like so you you like steak right so you just eat steak yes. right every week but then after a little while you're like oh let's add a bit of flavouring onto it okay and then you're like oh that's changed it up a bit that's nice yep right and you eat it with that little bit of flavouring for a little while, then you're like, oh, I'm kind of bored of that now as well. So then you add more flavour into it. Mm-hmm. And you add more and more flavouring, sauces, gravy, flavours, whatever, to that steak. And you add so much in the end that you forget what the original ste- t- steak tastes like. Yes. And that's why you originally wanted to eat steak because of the, s- the original taste of a steak. And I feel that's what's happened to WWE. They've added so much crap on top yep. that they forget what their original... Audience wants? Yeah, well, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, the original image of professional wrestling mm-hmm. that attracted a large audience in the first place was. And for example, like I look at like teams of Hollywood writers, for example, right? When was like when was the last great promo you saw written by? Uh, obviously, I can't. We can't tell the exact answer, but yeah. do you know what I mean. Promos in general were a lot better when you had one person putting together the shows. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So like, why do you need teams of people? Yeah. Because that's what we do. Why do you do it? Think back. Do you know what I mean? Like, think about yeah, all yeah. those. And I just think that like, somewhere along the way, some kind of charm of WWE's kind of been lost. But mm-hmm. that's a, I, and and that's kind of um, 
you know, a sad. To me, I think that's sad, and I hope that they refine it because when WWE's done right, it's great. Mm-hmm. And there's always there's always moments, isn't there? You know, there's always moments that you. But again, there still hasn't there hasn't been. I guess Kofi Kingston at WrestleMania might have been a well a good moment. It was a, a memorable moment in re- very recent memory was when Batista came back. That like you dropped before WrestleMania. What this year? Yeah, like when he came in, like completely uh, um, out of the blue. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know, like I remember yeah. waking up having look at my trends on Twitter and it was Batista on Raw and I was like, oh, what did he do? And then I thought oh, that's pretty. Yeah, but then it was still pretty to memorable. Do a program with Triple H, and I understand why because that's what he wanted to do. But mm-hmm. like. Again, just tired old format. Do you know what I mean? Like I want yeah. something fresh and exciting. I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, as a wrestling fan, I feel frustrated. Okay. Um, and and again, it's not a knock on WWE. I appreciate it's very hard doing their job, and I like WWE and I support the product the best I can. Um, but I I feel that it's probably the worst it's been in my memory and it was ironic that it's the time they make the most money um but i think that you can bury your head in the sand and say well there's no way wwe is the worst it's ever been otherwise they wouldn't be making all this money yeah but the reality of the situation is the money's fixed revenue it's not like sure do you know what i mean it's not like it's not uh in it's it's not a uh a sign that their tv product's good do you know what i mean it's yeah, not yeah. a sign that their their pay-per-views are good you know well it's i heard a, an argument like the, what was it? I, I assume it's probably a Bruce Pritchard podcast, and he was just saying, and the, of course he's a WWE company man again, but he was like, oh, the Nielsen rate, everyone goes to those Nielsen ratings, and they just, they're not accurate anymore. It's not. But I, do, and again, but I'm not even looking at ratings. I'm looking at. But a lot of people do, though. They, yeah. They kind of come up with that argument, well, less people watched it than ever, but. But, okay, no, uh, okay, so, right. So, you can say that. Can't you just ask me what my favourite feud is? No, <laughs> but like, I that's what we were at. doing that. Yeah. But to counter that point, yeah. okay, you can't say, if you're, if you're looking at Nielsen ratings, yeah. I don't like, I think their ratings are a stupid metric the way it's done when you can literally see they, the t- where we are now. Look, our mobile phones know what we're talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there will be yeah. an advert for Nielsen on our phones soon, yeah. right? So, um, so you're telling me you can't see exactly what every single person is watching. My Virgin Media box tells me what I've been watching. Yeah. It says, you've watched this. Why don't you try watching this? Do you yeah. know what I mean? So people know that stuff. But I, I get that, and I, I get that argument. However, when it comes to a comparison, right, it's the same Nielsen rating system that was around yeah. last year, the year before, and the year years before that. Through the roof. Yeah, so like if you're, so again, it's almost like saying you have to discount your old ratings if you're, do you know what I mean? Like when yeah. you're looking at, it, it, it's, a sa- it's the same metric you're measuring. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, if you look at this year's ratings to last year's ratings, it's still the same measuring system. So, do you know what I mean? Like I, I, I completely appreciate the argument of, oh, they don't really mean as much as, as people think they do. But when you're looking at year on year, yeah. then obviously it does hold some weight because, sure. you know, if you like the same thing I was saying to you last week about criticism, right? If you refuse to take the negative criticism, then you need to also refuse to take the positive criticism. Sure. Do you know what I mean? You can't just yeah. be like, oh, I'm only going to look at what suits me. So anyway, right. um, I was actually going to segue into where our topic, but your favourite feud. Go on. Um, I've realised. Oh, I had a really funny one in my head, but it's gone now. Doink versus Crush. No, but that was pretty pretty epic. Uh, oh, I had a really funny one. I don't know, Taka Mishinoku versus Kai and Tai. That wasn't what I was going to say, but I wanted to go along those lines. Okay. 
Can but you, you want a real one? Yeah. Um, all right, do you know what I did enjoy? And this was kind of like a three-way feud, was the gang warfare. That's quite good, wasn't it? Yeah. Considering that kind of gets a lot of stick online from like, you know. I think it's the age we were when it happened as well. Yeah, I was kind of like, oh, like I like the bikers. Because I just thought they were cool and hard. I like the Nation of Domination. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> did you really vote for the Nation, did you? Um, no, I'm, I'm just having a laugh. Okay. Um, Los Bariquas were my favourite, actually. Were they, yeah? yeah? Yeah. I always had a soft spot for Savio Vega. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tatonka and Rick Martel. You think, yeah? We... I was going to say blind him, but he, he didn't do the Jake. He sprayed arrogance. He in sprayed his face. him, didn't he? But he didn't sell it like Jake did. No. So that was another cracker. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something a bit more current, but it's gone. Uh, oh, I know what I was going to say. It's a bit old now. The moment's passed for it to be funny. I was going to say Batista and Triple H lead up to this. Was funny. But <coughs> didn't even get to the show, did I? So couldn't no. even see the payoff. I saw the entrance, though. I watched the entrance on the <laughs> network. Well, that was cool. And then fell asleep, yeah. Yeah. Um, what did I... I'm trying to think of a good feud. Well, you said two. You said you've got two. Rikishi yeah, and Balvinus. Yeah, then I was going to think of another feud on top. Okay. That really inspired me and got me... Yeah. Heart Foundation versus the US of A. Yeah. Bretton, Austin. Brett versus the world. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Um, big feud, blood... Oh, what... Let's have a think. Nah. No. I can't think of anything. No. Teddy uh, Long and John Laurinaitis competing <laughs> over the, uh, fe- sorry, feuding over the best GM for Raw um, on SmackDown. Teddy Long every time. Uh, cool. There's been some good feuds as well, hasn't there? But I can't yeah. think of any. Rock and Austin, obviously. Well, yeah, the Triple H and The Rock. Um, I like that kind of cross generations a bit as well. So, you know, it's almost like you'd still you you could definitely still see a Triple H versus Rock match at next year's WrestleMania. I hope not. I don't know. I'd like to see. The I Rock. think if anyone's going to get that wicked match out of Triple H, that you can still do. Why it'll not? Be the Rock. I'd like to see him work like Triple H. Like Triple H's best matches over recent years. Yeah. Or his best match in recent memory, Dean Ambrose. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Younger guy who can move around Daniel for Bryan. him. Daniel Bryan, younger guy who can move around for him. That's the type of matches I want to see those guys have. I'm fed up of uh, watching them plod around with each other. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm, lo- I'm, I'm interested to see this Goldberg Untaker match on Friday, though. Hopefully it's just a spear, one, two, three, Goldberg. But they yeah. won't put Goldberg over, will they? Or won't they? I don't know. Like Goldberg still has that mystique he's still carrying. And he's like, almost unbeatable. And when you look at Goldberg, you think like... If you look at Goldberg and Undertaker side by side, you think yeah. who's going to be able to draw us more money in the future? Yeah, yeah. <coughs> so I follow a uh, I follow a chap on Twitter. I talk to talk, I mention his name every now and then. He's just a wrestling fan, as far as I'm aware. Uh, he's uh, I, I can't remember his bloody name, but he's like his his handle is all Ian Wrestling, and I believe oh, I'm confident he listens to the podcast. And he did a tweet the other day because I think he watched a lot of the Starcast stuff, and he said. Uh, so basically, Sting said on a panel this weekend, last weekend, if the money's right, I'll I'll do it. I'll wrestle. And he brought up the point. He said, well, we're definitely going to get Untaker versus Sting at one of these Saudi Arabia shows. Probably, yeah. And I was like, that would just be terrific, wouldn't it? Like, that's, but would it? It might not be a good match. That's not the point. No, but like, okay, so here's another. Here's I want to see, I just want to see Untaker, Sting walk to the ring first, Untaker follow, and then just stood in the ring. We're finally getting that match. PWI okay, promised us right, in 1991. Calm down, right? 
That'd be great. Don't you see the match? In Saudi Arabia, though, you wouldn't get, this is awesome. You wouldn't get, like, a no, reaction. True. You wouldn't get that. So imagine if Hogan and The Rock yeah. at WrestleMania took place in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Right, that famous match. Yeah. Right? What made it more myth- more mythical and mystical and, and, and made it so memorable? Yeah, I know. It I was the crowd point. being yeah. invested in it. But, like, in Saudi Arabia, they don't care. They're playing on their phones. They're turning their back on the <laughs> show. They don't care. Yeah. Okay, like, well... I- all right, well, I'd like so I just like I, I just think it's sad that like a lot of this stuff, which w- could get huge interest and excitement, and yeah. happens there, and I understand why it happens because of all the money. Mm-hmm. But if it happens in America, yeah, it would also be big news in America, I think. Yeah. and if it, and if that happens in America, that big news in America might give it the the publicity that it needs to give a boot up the arse to get people back invested in the product. Yeah. Need to see this. Yeah, yeah, but you I just don't think you come Saudi to take a sting and you stay for Ricochet and Alistair Black. Yeah, which yeah. Uh, would be a good idea. Yeah, but you know, whatever. Okay. Anyway, um, today's episode <laughs> of the Ace Red Circle Wrestling Podcast. Yep, we're 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 already more than halfway through the episode. Oh, really? So okay. Yeah. So um, we're going to be talking AEW, brother. That's right. Um, now, All Elite Wrestling, a brand new wrestling promotion. Now, um, I said earlier that I hadn't been excited and I hadn't stayed up for a show. You said you hadn't stayed up for That's a show. That's a good point, yeah. yeah. Um, I was excited about AEW's debut show. Mm-hmm. A little bit from column A, a little bit from column B, a little bit because I, I wanted to see some great wrestling and a little bit because I wanted to see history yep. and what they were going to make of that, this opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, these, these views are our sole... Independent views. Yep. You're wearing a t-shirt to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, I am. So yeah. we're going to have yeah. a rundown of a show, a quick rundown of a show, and we're going to talk about our views of the, uh, of a show, how we, what we thought about it. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I guess just give our uh, give our opinions on the show, thoughts on the promotion, thoughts on the future, um, and uh, and what an interesting time this is for professional wrestling. I guess. Yeah, I think it, it certainly is. Like you can't. So. So I purchased it on pay per view. BT Sports, and this is mildly amusing, I guess. So I stayed out. I watched the pre-show. I watched. I watched up until the late, the four-way ladies match. That's when I was just exhausted. So I went to bed. I had a big barbecue the following day for my wife. I knew I couldn't mess up because I've been up all night watching wrestling. Don't want to burn the sausages. That's it. So I tapped out there, and then so all day Sunday, uh, I, uh, I I was an- eagerly anxious to see what had happened, and then. Um, so Sunday evening, I put it on, and because it wasn't on a demand, I've not ordered anything on a, on a box office thing for ages. It was just playing on a loop, right? So I happened to put it on at the start of um, maybe Bret Hart introducing the championship, MJF and Hangman come out. So my point is this. So I watched that. I watched Goldust and Cody. I watched the Bucks against the Lucha Brothers. And then I think I tapped out again because it was late. And I thought to myself, and then Monday I was wrestling, so I thought I'll come back and watch the rest of it, start to finish Tuesday. I hit my three button on Sky to find out it's no longer there. So, so I you haven't watched all the show. I've not watched the whole show. 
But <sighs> I've watched some serious highlights of the show. One one bit of research for the, this week's episode. So uh, oh, and I know you said you can still watch it right uh, online, which I'd have been prepared to do. But you can sympathise me as much as anyone. I no longer have an in commission laptop. Okay, it's got viruses. What do you mean I can sympathise? No, no, no. And the only computer I have in my house is down in my office. You've got an iPad. The, I don't own one. There's no way. So angry. There's no way I was going to be allowed to sit, or neither did I want to sit in my office for three hours down the bottom of the garden Mobile to phone. watch a wrestling show. Um, again, it's just finding the time to visit. So I watched, I, I saw also, I saw John Moxley's debut, uh, which okay. I think. Well, should we go from, let's go, let's just work through the show in chronological Yeah, yeah, well, I just want to kind of let everyone know that I can't, I'm not going to sit here no, and be I've like. I've heard your excuses, all yeah. right? Okay. So you did what we talked sp- spoke about last week, which was. We just length out the conversation beforehand, and then you hoping that we're going to avoid the topic of <laughs> did you do your homework? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I got told off in school today. Yeah. Um, so well done, you succeeded. Yeah. Luckily, we don't have much time to fill this review, so okay, that's fine. So we're going to start off. So to me, right, and I want to start by saying I thought overall it was a very good show. Yeah. Right. I don't want people to listen to the start of my review and then be like. Oh, he's just got it in for AEW. Yeah. Right. Because what I will say, um, and again, like I'm, I'm saying this com- completely independently, and I have no, uh, I have no agenda. I don't, I literally don't care. Like I will give my honest opinion always. All right. Um, I thought the pre-show was a big, big letdown. I think it was a big, uh, a big opportunity um, to convert into pay-per-view buys. Um, and I think that they just misfired completely. Um, but it was, to me, it felt so bad to the extent that I was like, oh, I wish I hadn't paid for this show now. I'd rather just go to bed. Right. Right. And um, and I think that there's a number of reasons why, um, which, uh, again, you might have a completely different uh, response to this. But like, uh, so it started off with the, the battle. So first of all, it, it looked big time. It looked great. It looked exciting. Set looked cool. Um, set looked great. Um, and then it goes to Alex Marvez and Excalibur. Um, I didn't think, as a, as a couple, I didn't think they did a very good job as a two of them together. I think that the whole pre-show I was begging Jim Ross to come in. And I think that as a, when Jim Ross came in, the commentary picked up significantly and I think that by the, the end of the show um, at the very least Jim Ross and Excalibur were very very good um, I felt that Alex Marvez obviously it's his first show so I'm not expecting do you know has he ever commentated pro wrestling before I don't believe so no, no. okay because I know there was a, like on Jim Ross's podcast I think he was saying how well we you know we go in for rehearsals I guess they would sit there and put three headsets on and watch videos yeah maybe I don't know you know I think that I th- I'm sure somebody's put that out there as being but I didn't think he. I did like. I just didn't think anything of him, and no. I hope he improves and grows into the role. But obviously, um, to have the two Excalibur and Alex Marvez as uh, the guys who are on your pre-show, yeah. and again, I appreciate it. It increases the importance of Jim Ross on the main show. Yeah. But at the same time, we got to look at the pre-show. Or for for me, I'm looking at it as this is a vehicle to drive pay-per-view buys. At last minute. Last minute. <laughs> last minute. Like, yeah, and yeah. lapsed fans as well. So sure. like um. So I appreciate. So everyone loves this style. Of, like. The hardcore fans are going to buy this pay-per-view, right? We bought the pay-per-view. We're hardcore fans, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think your next level out will probably buy the pay-per-view because there's that curiosity. But then there's a lapsed fan who firsts for the days of um, WCW, you know, WCW yeah. yeah, and just exciting wrestling and mm-hmm. stuff like that. 
And I think those are the fans that will tune into the pre-show to make a judgment on whether to buy the show. Sure. Um, so to me, it's all about putting your best foot forward. I know WWE have almost killed the notion of a good pre-show. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but UFC pay-per-views always do better when the... Um, obviously... When there's a name, f- when there's a name fight, the views of the, the viewers for pre-show are a lot higher. But also, uh, when I say there's a main fi- name fighter in the main show, the, yeah. the views for the pre-show are always higher. But also, um, you'll often find if there's a very exciting fight in the prelims, then that will then convert to higher buy rate for the pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how drastic a, a spike it is, but I know that if you watch an exciting fight, you're pumped, aren't you? And you're yeah. like, I want to see more of that. Sure. Right. Um, and they open with a battle royal with five guys already in the ring um, when they're all new guys to this audience, right? So I knew who most of the guys were in the in the thing, but there was even some that I didn't know. Um, and I follow the product of wrestling very closely. Um, there were guys that names I knew but had never seen wrestle before. Um, but anyway, you have five guys in the ring to start the show. Um, and to me, like, I think the big superstar in the whole thing was MJF, I feel. Yeah. Um, and I think that was Agreed. next. Um, I don't know. I just think he's, yeah, he's. Yeah, it's just that it's that it's that missing part of I think of the wrestling puzzle. No one wants to do anymore, but like it's the missing part of the puzzle. You know, the one that you can say that cheering the goodies and booing the baddies is old hat, but there I, there's always room for that. Yeah, that's and part of the fun. And he's not afraid of the wrestling fan. I think the thing is he's not afraid of. Yeah, he's not scared of the heat. Yeah, that's what they say, isn't it? They're all scared of the heat. Yeah. Oh, they're booing me, so oh, I must be doing something wrong. Um, it doesn't help that you do get wrestling fans on Twitter being like, how dare you boo the bad guy? That's so <laughs> disrespectful. No, that's what they want. John. Oh, that's what they should want. Yeah. Um, but he's, I think he's yeah. world class. He's, he was great. Yeah. Um, and then like, so then the rules of the match, obviously you get five people coming at a time. Yeah. And I just, to me, like, it's not a way to capture a new audience. Do you know what I mean? No, it was like, just a bit too... So it's almost like it's a simple saying of if it's not broke, don't fix it. You know, if you do a battle royal or do a royal rumble to introduce these, you know, because at least when you've got individual entrances, that's it. You can, you know, the the the, the commentary team will say this is this wrestler, and because that was my big big takeaway from it was out of twenty twenty two, I think it wasn't in twenty two guys. Obviously, I knew the obvious ones: Joey Janela, Tommy Dreamer, Billy Gunn. Joe, I know all those guys, but there was. Loads of people I'd, I had never seen before. Yeah. So I, I, didn't, I don't and think you I still got don't much know, you probably still don't know who they are now. And I don't know anything about um, the fellow with no legs. Yeah. The yeah. part of me can do some pretty cool moves for a man with, who's as handicapped, you know, with the no legs. So Yeah. And even then, you think, like, that could be a story for their TV show. They've just given away. Right. Because they've already put him in, in the match. Yeah. Right. Um, but, again, so... Uh, to me, I like I understand like lots of bodies in the ring, very exciting, lots of action. But again, there was there was stuff in there like, um, you know, like Michael Nakazawa with the, the oil. Like I'm sure it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like, but like for your opening match on your opening show, yeah, is that you know like sure. especially because I think the actual show itself couldn't have been further from this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when we're talking about people competing like it like wins and losses matter yeah. like they they want to win the matches a concern on my twitter timeline was is it going to be so it's one thing uh comedy wrestling is uh, i'm trying to put this into words but like so let's think of a comedy wrestler where the where your audience is laughing at the guy so when when 
I'll say Rikishi did the, does the stink face. You're it's silly. Do you know what I mean? It is silly, but like you're laughing at the bad guy who's getting the ass in the face. Do you know what I mean? It's it's yeah. still story progression, but when it's like l- laughing with I don't I'm trying to put it into words. I can't put it into words, but I I think you know my point. Yeah, it's almost like you you like you don't want to be laughing at what you're like la- laughing at the. Oh, yeah, this, this wrestling stuff's silly. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what like, that's what I think yeah. is stupid. Like, like when people tongue in cheek of... wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, especially for a mainstream product. Um, now, I, again, like I think that ev- everything has its place on a card, and and you can say you can fit stuff in. But like I feel that um, just as a first impression, it wasn't the best. Um, and for me, I just didn't. I didn't like it as a result of that. Yeah. Um, and I just thought it was a, a bad step forward for yep. the first. For the first, that was a first. It, you know, again, like I say, like I was committed to buying the pay per view by this point. Mm-hmm. But if I hadn't been and I was on the on the fence, yeah, I may have turned off my TV before then. And it's all well and good. We can we can sit here and say like if if in like a you know a few weeks time the numbers come out and they're huge and whatever. What, the pay per view buys. Yeah, they've yeah. come out. Have they? I think it's ninety eight thousand. Okay, is that good? I don't know. I mean, that's that's the most. I'm going by UKFF talk and Twitter talk, but it was like that's the most purchased pay per view worldwide since the WCW. Okay, so you can. So we're including TNA in that. So, so a non WWE, I guess, right? Yeah, but there hasn't really been that many, I guess, is there? Is there non WWE pay per view? Yeah, yeah. So like, it's been every TNA pay per view. Yeah, you know, Ring of Honor. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, So, so what I'd say is, um, again, whatever the number is. Uh I think it probably would have been higher if that was better. Quite possibly, <laughs> right? yeah. yeah. I did um, like the finish, though, where they teased the old, oh, the heels under the ring, and the big... So Adam Page was the surprise. He teased that he wasn't going to wrestle at all on the show because Packard, Packard uh, you know, he, he wasn't going to be there. So when MJF came out from underneath the ring, I believe, and threw Adam Page out, it was kind of like, are they going down this route to start with? But they didn't. That was That was not exactly genius, but genius enough to be like, Wicked. We've got something a bit different here. Yeah, it was a, like the finish was fine. Like again, like the, the, it wasn't like anything was like terrible in it. Like I was just like, just to me, it just was not the good yeah. first impression you want. Do you know who and, I liked? And go on, Romero, the massive dude, did the pounce, pounced. Um, oh, Ace Romero, Marco stunt out the ring. I, that was a nice spot that uh, they borrowed. Shigehiro Irie yeah. and uh, <laughs> Michael Oku. Uh, but I. Um, I, see, aside from that pounce, I wasn't that into him. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I liked Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Because when he started, I was like, oh, this is terrible. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's the quite gr- cool. The joke grows on you, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. In fact, one of the juniors today did that. Oh, really? Yeah, he got it. He was pretty far. I, I told him off for it, but, you know, because he wasn't <laughs> taking it seriously. Um, and also, I liked, who else did I like? I texted you, and then someone texted me two days later saying, I bet I know who you liked in that Battle Royal. Who did I text you and said, I like this guy? I can't remember. Luchasaurus? Luchasaurus. I like the Luchasaurus <laughs> yeah. as well. I the epitome of everything I want out of pro wrestling. Yeah. A dinosaur, muscled up dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> epitome of everything I want out of life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I like the Luchasaurus. Yeah. I thought he looked fairly Marketable, impressive. like genuinely yeah. a marketable pro wrestler who's not scared of going out there probably feeling like, oh, do I look a bit silly? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I thought that is a breath of fresh air. To pro- you might tell me he's wrestling 10 years. I don't know. I don't know. Like, the last first time I'd seen him. I'd heard of him, seen his name, but yeah, I'd never seen same. him. Same. And I, I liked him. Yeah. And and that was cool. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, I'm trying to think of how the show went from here. Uh, there was a backstage segment, which again was terrible. Right. The, the librarians. librarians. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my. Uh, so do you see what I'm saying? Like, so again, I'm going to... 
believe it or not, this review of this show is going to be overwhelmingly positive, right? Yeah. But at this point here, I'm thinking, like, what on earth are we witnessing here? Right. Right? Like, they've got this opportunity and they're just literally squandering it sure. with this stupid comedy, mm-hmm. right? And then that happened. Then you had Kip Sabian and uh, Sammy Guevara. I thought that match was absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. And it just was what it was. Perfect you booking. Know, you know, they put that simple, on ITV4. Yeah, which the British guy UK, went over. British guy won. Yeah. Highlight the British guy. Everyone loves Kip Sabian. I don't think I know anyone that could, as a person and as a pro wrestler, you know. And to be fair, I remember when I first saw Kip Sabian, uh, first time I'd seen him in a long time, I mean, was, and he was doing the Superbad gimmick at a, a Lucha Forever show, was it called? That's like Ryan Smile. Yeah. And I was like, I think this guy could actually be really good. Good looking guy, good body, good personality, good athletic, you know, just kind of like that complete package. Probably do it putting on four stone, but apart from that, I thought he was brilliant. Um, he's actually put on a lot of size since that time. Yeah, that was about well. like two years ago, at least. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. So yeah. So I. Uh, um. So yeah, that match was absolutely fine. I thought that was decent. I was happy with that. And then uh, there was like a little video bit about Sadie Gibbs. Again, fine. Yeah. Just a good introduction to a character. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is a controversial bit that I'll get grilled for not liking. Okay. Um. You had the the. So you had Jim Ross's music play, yeah, and which was kind of cool. Like he's yeah. making his way to the ring. I was like, "Thank God, Jim Ross is coming to save the show." Like yeah. in terms of like with the announcing, uh-huh. which he really did helped, I think. Oh, but he did, Jim um, Ross, isn't he? Like, and um, but then he d- there was no payoff. Like he was walking backstage, his music was playing. I was like, "Oh, they're giving him the Goldberg entrance. This is brilliant." <laughs> but then he didn't come out in front of a live crowd and yeah, get his yeah. pop. So, um, what if that music played throughout the building? Or were they just I don't know. Over the It'd be interesting to, to know, mm. wouldn't it? Yeah, and then um. And then, like uh, after that, you go to the um, uh, the b- essentially a being the elite segment, which I thought was terrible, right? Okay. D- so, so what happened was uh, you had uh, a car pulls up, a big Hummer pulls up. I was like, this is WCW. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the dog comes out. Yeah. And, it's, and it's Cody and Brandy, mm-hmm. and that's cool for their entrance. If that's what you're showing, their entrance. But then there's, I think, there's, then goes to Kenny Omega playing on the computer. Giving the big thumbs up. Um, one of the one of the young bucks did a deal with Michael Nakazawa. Then the two young bucks super kicked someone, and then they all come out on stage together okay. and are joking around and whatever have you. Right? Mm-hmm. They play the being the elite music, and I get all of this spawned from being the elite. But to me, I'm like looking at this and I'm like, Cody has got like a serious match coming up with Dustin. Yeah. Right, which has kind of been built phenomenally through the the video packages and and whatever. Like, why is Cody goofing around? Sure. Like, if this was before the live crowd, before the show went on air, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Right. But like for a, do you know what I mean? For a TV product. Yeah. Um, and then you had um, Kenny Omega, who arguably is the best wrestler in the world, who could be marketed as this man who's got this kind of mystique about him, and he's goofing around. Okay. And then the Young Bucks, I feel like, are the only uh, the, the team that could get away with it because that's their style of wrestling. Yeah, that's their style, I mean? isn't it? Yeah. That, so, like, I think the Young Bucks can kind of get away with that. But, like, Kenny and Cody, not so much. Okay. Um, and, and I just thought that, like, you know, this is just not a good representation of your biggest stars in your company just goofing around. Yeah. Right? yeah. And then, to top it all off, before they finished their promo, who... The show cut out. Yes, okay. So, like, th- there was obviously a timing cue, which obviously production mm-hmm. 
it happens first, right? show. first yeah. show right so um so all of that happens and i'm like oh maybe i'm not gonna like it all elite wrestling after all yeah right and then the show starts the actual show the main show I've, i was trying to remember what the opening match was but of course it was it was a six-man tag yeah six-man tag yeah so then the show starts and then honestly from this point on when the show starts i thoroughly enjoyed everything mm-hmm. i think the only thing that I d- we'll run through the, the matches briefly. Yeah. But the only thing that I thought wasn't as good as it could have been was the Jack Evans Angelico versus Best Friends tag, followed by the angle afterwards. Okay. Um, and but yeah, aside from that, I thought everything else was very yeah, good. Yeah, I think that was the biggest part I didn't see. I saw a picture of the Super Smash Brothers. Okay, so let's go to where we are then. So so we start off with a six man tag. Yep. Um, SoCal Uncensored against uh, the OWE boys. Seema, yep. Um, Seema, T Hawk, and Lindemann. That Lindemann, that's the one I really liked. He was the smaller, the fellow. Was yeah, the he was a small guy, black trunk, wicked German suplex. Yeah, he, Lindemann was my favourite. Yeah, match. yeah. And I really loved that. Jim Ross obviously loved uh, Scorpio Sky, didn't he? Yes, yeah. <laughs> he's just yeah. like he's a hell of an athlete. Yeah, <laughs> um, he was well good. No, but no, Scorpio Sky was on. So yeah. Scorpio Sky, he would have done the PWG he shows did, yeah. for us. He did. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I don't, I don't know if I've seen him wrestle probably since then because I certainly watched that show. And uh, yeah, I was, um, I was, he was just fantastic. Like yeah. the start. Well, I think all six of those guys were on. Yeah. I thought the match was real good. Yeah. And a great way to start the show. And I would argue that if that was on the pre-show, that would convince people to be like, yeah, like right, my yeah. goodness, this is going to be something very different to mm-hmm. what we're used to. You know? Yeah. Whereas it was almost like the, say the pre-show, the pre-show was very WWE. Do you know what I mean? Okay. And when the show started, it was a very different product right. to WWE. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was great. Um, then you had Britt, Bra- Britt Baker, Nyla Rose, Awesome Kong, and Kylie Ray. And Smiley, Ka- Smiley Kylie is my favourite now. Yeah, I know you said, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I really like her. Mm-hmm. She's really good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, you had the big surprise of Awesome Kong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was good because, of course, I think... Brandy came out in the gear if, and as if it was like, is she, she going to wrestle? Are we, getting yeah. a, are we getting a complete replication of what WWE would do in this position? Yeah. And then, perfect. S- swerve, but, uh, but, but But not just like, oh, but we're giving you another, you know, another name from West Texas. We're giving you Awesome Kong, who's not been on a national stage in years, who a lot of people, I assume, had probably thought had retired. And people know her from Glow as well. Yeah, well, that's it. Like, like People yeah. just assume she's just an actress now. Yeah. You know, I'm sure she probably doesn't really need to work. She could just do that Glow once every couple of years. But no, back. Yeah. And cool. So that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was to, again, like a, all I've, I think that Nyla Rose and Awesome Kong, I don't know how long Awesome Kong's around for if she's going to be doing the TVs, but I think Nyla Rose and Awesome Kong could have been, you've almost given that away. Yeah. I think yeah. that could have probably been a, uh, a feature. Yeah. Um, but, um, but it was nicely done the way they did everything. And I thought that. Um, Especially some of the exchange between Smiley Kylie and Britt Baker was were real good, and uh, like I say, I think Smiley Kylie is going to be a, a star of that, uh, the star of that division. Yes. Um. So I think that yeah, real good. And obviously Britt Baker won, but Kylie Ray lost nothing in losing. Right. So it was almost like they were able to establish both Britt Baker and Kylie Ray, you know, all in the same. Yep. All in the same go. So that was cool. Um, and then this is where we had Chucky T and Trent Bretta versus Jack Evans and Angelico. And is this what you say you didn't watch? I did not see this, no. Okay, so to me, it was just... Uh, again, Jack Evans, to me, was the star of the match in terms of like just some of the stuff he could do is absolutely crazy. Very unique charisma about him. But to me, this was uh, um, probably just the weakest match on the show. Like, okay. in ter- like on the main show. Mm-hmm. Um, just in terms of like... 
it was what you would imagine an independent wrestling tag team match would be. In contrast to yeah. if you watch the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers, I think people would assume the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers would be like this tag. Yeah, but okay. the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers is just a polished, like way more polished version of that tag. Yes. Um, but it was a good match. The crowd were into it, which obviously is the biggest barometer that you you can um, you know judge, you judge by. On, really, yeah. And if you're the weakest match on a show of this caliber, when I'm again talking about the main show, if you're the weakest match on a show of that caliber, then that's okay. You know, it's absolutely okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then after that, what did we have after that? That's where we had the Joshi uh, six-woman tag. Okay, <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. I as thought well. it was great. Yeah, real good. I think all of them, <coughs> all of them were great. And uh, and what I thought was also amazing was Aja Kong when she was coming to the ring. Yeah, it was very slow with it, and like it's like, yeah. oh, it's not going to be fun watching her because like sometimes when you watch old legends wrestle, it's well, you not think she was in the Survivor Series twenty four, nearly twenty five years so ago. She knows how elimination tags work. Well, this hey. wasn't a, this wasn't an elimination; it was one fall to a finish. But that was the but most polished. I'll say it, polished women's match I think I've ever seen. Like six spot on, confident, um, aggressive. You know, not missing a beat that I can and remember. Well, I think that the, I think that a big part of that was, um, you know, a, a lot of. Uh, Joshi wrestling is like this and, yeah. and I think that's a big part of AEW like Kenny Omega is obviously taking a big role in selecting these women for these these shows yeah. and I think he's very very keen to make sure that there is that representation so people can see what it's like and how good it can be yeah. Um, and I, yeah I think that it was just a fantastic match obviously there was a little snuffle at the end where the, the bell the rang the bell rang right but yeah. do you yeah. know what I thought was quite good Okay. That, so the bell rang right when the person kicked out, the referee, I thought, handled the situation very well. Because, like, when there's that confusion, everyone looks towards the referee. Yeah. It was a female referee. Uh, yeah, yeah. Girl, girl Hebner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she was a referee. But she was very clear. It's a two. The match is carrying on. Yeah. A lot of time, a referee would freeze and be like, oh, my God, what to... Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the good thing was that the other team won. Mm-hmm. So like oh okay yeah, so yeah. it wasn't a case of like you know like this wrestling is fake it's predetermined it was literally a case of there's an overzealous bell ringer yes yeah, sure. you know what I mean even the bell ringer was brought into the false finish mm-hmm. right and it would be nice I thought think if it was referenced on commentary oh and also speaking of referenced in commentary Emmy Sakura came out dressed like Freddie Mercury yeah didn't even mention it no right no. so she had a moustache on <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. like they yeah. didn't mention that she yeah. was you know dressed as Freddie Mercury I thought that was kind of amusing yeah. <laughs> um, and they already had their point lined up, and they missed it. And then uh, we're speeding through, but um, we need to. Yeah. The places to be. Cody versus Dustin next. Yeah. Obviously, excellent video package uh, prior to the match. And to me, this was a highlight of the show. This was where this was where the show went from good to great. Uh-huh. To me. Because like, yeah. at the moment, we're flowing well, nicely, but then we kick it up a gear for Cody and Dustin, and I thought that was just, just beautiful storytelling, just a phenomenal professional wrestling match and you know it had it was filled with those moments you know even from Cody's entrance with the throne and you know the hammer and the, and the hammer but like you know but the good the good the cool stuff about it was like um it's almost like um he comes out and he kind of just dismisses the throne yeah and then he comes back and does it you know just the timing of it all sure. and it would be I think it'd be cool if the music had played throughout the whole like because the music stopped before he smashed the throne okay and then it kind of started again, but like, it's his music takes a while to kick in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I see. Okay. So like, it'd be I think it'd be cool if the music played throughout. But that's just a tiny, tiny detail. That match I thought was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I did too. Like, I think it was just it was kind of like that match they've 
they've always wanted to have coding dusting. I'm sure a few years ago there was like a some sort of petition or something about gold dust and stardust at WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they never did it. I yeah. think they did it at the pay per view before. Yeah. So it just never happened, and that's probably the match they always wanted to have. That but was a WrestleMania match. But, but they'd never be able to have that match on WrestleMania anyway because oh no. of the blood. So and the time. They would never be given that much time. No, there you go, yeah. So, so yeah, and it's almost like it's almost more fitting that that match happened yeah. on the stage that, that yeah. Cody has essentially co-created. Sure. Um, just beautiful match. Um, Can you believe Dustin's 50 years old? I know, it's crazy, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, you compare that, and I know I kind of said I quite liked it, but when Shawn Michaels wrestled at 53 and everyone was like, it was terrible, and probably just w- it, whether it was or not, but, like, Dustin, it was. Was for 50, you'd think he was, like, 30. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was great. He turned up to the match in shape. Yeah. He was good to go, mm-hmm. and, like, he was motivated to to prove a point, wasn't yeah, yeah, he? Yeah. And it was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so he also gave it five stars. Uh, oh, did you really? Yeah. I'd probably give it five stars as well. Like yeah. honestly, I think that's probably from a uh, emotional standpoint. Mm-hmm. That's probably the most I've been invested in a match in a long time. Yeah. A TV match. Yeah, yeah. Like live, it's very different. Live's very different. Mm-hmm. You can get invested a lot easier when when you're there live. But yeah. when you, when you're watching it on TV, to be able to resonate through the TV screen, that means a lot. And that that match was fantastic. Good little angle at the end to set up the the tag team match. Yeah. And like you can argue all you want about well, they hated each other a minute ago. But I don't but think that was ever really the story, was it? It was just like one brother. It wasn't ever about, I hate my brother. Uh, no, really. but it was... In fact, Cody's promise says, I love my brother. That yeah, was, but like so he still, he, but he he still wanted, wanted to put him down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted and to, uh, yeah. I d- I, yeah. So I'm sure they were fighting like they hated each other. But, so it was, but like again, but that's what, what brothers do. You know, like yeah. you can fight with your brother. Oh, it's fine with You fight with more passion yeah. with your brother than you do <laughs> yeah, with someone yeah. you hate. There you go. But at the, point, end of, yeah. at the end of it, you, you hug each other, you love each other. I think, again... Um, just again, minor, minor. So Dustin was obviously undoing his boots to retire. Yeah, we I didn't see that. We didn't it? see that. We yeah. only saw him have the boots half undone. So I think, like, to have the focus on that, yeah. that would have just taken it up that extra sure. level from being at home. But the the promo delivery from Cody as well was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, yeah, it, just what a moment when he said, you know, I don't need a friend. Yeah. I don't need a tag team partner. I don't need a friend. I need my big brother, I you know. That. that was a moment. Uh-huh. That was a. That's what pres- professional wrestling is all about. Yeah, yeah. And if AEW can create moments like that, then mm-hmm. and now there's instant interest in that tag match with them and the Young Bucks. And like that's, that's actually inspired me to ask my big brother if he wants to do a tag match with me next year. And you'll Spearsfield spectacular. I was like, how could we get him in the third time? Jamie, bring all his mates from school, all his work colleagues. You do the old Bret Hart shoe heart. Maybe you get your dad in. I've always, you know, you remember you told me about the, yeah, the not the Young Bucks, sorry, uh, Briscoe Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I was like, hmm, my dad Papa Simmons. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't think he'd do I it, want you to do, be the honour. Yeah. Oh, do me go. the honour of being my tag team partner. <laughs> yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Bret Hart, <laughs> he was uh, out here next. Here he comes, yeah. Um, which was great. Mm. Great reception for the Hitman, as always. Yeah. And I think that, again, we've said this time and time again, but I think people don't realise the magnitude the, of how big Bret Hart really is. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I think that people forget he's an actual legitimate superstar. Um, and every time he gets a reaction like that, it just solidifies that. Yeah, I like, I like the fact that he probably still gets a bit of a kick out of sticking it to Vince McMahon every now and then. <laughs> <as well. laughs> yeah. yeah, like we're friends, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> uh, what was interesting, uh, Jack Whitehall was there as well. Obviously, he's a big deal in uh, America, in England. Yeah. Not such a big deal in America, I understand. No. Um, 
but like a he was I thought Jack Whitehall was excellent in yeah. his in his presentation of Brett Hitman Hart, the introduction of it. Um I thought not so excellent when he was making jokes when the stuff was going on, like you just see him talking like joking around like oh, in did the he? Ring. Oh okay. Pro- I did see I did see it, I just don't remember that. Yeah. yeah. Um probably not because he's not comfortable more than anything. Yeah, um, maybe. So I thought this segment up until so MJF comes out, cuts a killer promo, mm-hmm. I thought absolutely fantastic. And then I think it went downhill. I think the ending wasn't so good then. Um, when uh, you had obviously Jungle Boy come out, Jimmy Havoc come Jimmy, out, yeah. and stop him, and then they brought to the back, and then Brett just uh, wound up holding up the the championship belt. Um, to me, I would have loved to have seen. Uh, I'd love to have seen MJF take the old right hand sharpshooter combination. Oh yeah. Um, but I think I understand why they brought uh, Jimmy Havoc and Jungle Boy out because obviously they're establishing their their players, right? Yeah. They're in a segment with Bret Hart. That means they're players. They're named players, you know. Um, so. But I, what I, if I, and again, it's easy to sit here with the benefit of hindsight and say, if I were to do it differently, yeah. um, personally, what I would have done is I would have had Jungle Boy and Jimmy Havoc both come out together, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and, or if you if you want to play off that Jungle Boy's not a big threat and MJF's like, how, we know, whatever, bring Jungle Boy out first, MJF turns around, sees him, shock, like, oh, laughs at him. And then Jimmy comes out as his backup. Yeah, yeah, Staple yeah. gun in hand, probably. Yeah. Which MJF's like, oh, backs towards the ring. Hangman Page is there, grabs him by the, you know, handful yeah, of yeah. hair, pulls him in the ring. You know, Bret Hart, he gets up, you know, turns into Bret Hart. Boom, sharpshooter. MJF's like tapping. Yeah. You know, all the good guys celebrating. Yeah, Hangman holds the belt. Yeah, you, you know, yeah, Hangman, yeah, yeah, Hangman can ha- hold the belt up in the air. Babyfaces celebrate MJF like UMFR. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? I just think feel that would have been a, a nicer angle than the way it went off air. Sure. You know, um, but that's again minor criticism, and it's something which again I know from putting shows together myself. It's very easy to sit with the benefit of hindsight and say, "Oh, we should do we this. Should we should that, do this." Yeah. Um, but if I had Bret Hart, my uh, my go-to would always be drilling with a right, yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. a left. Uh-huh. <laughs> And get him in the sharpshooter, but um, but yeah, uh, and then Young Bucks versus uh, the, the Lucha Brothers. Everything you kind of expect it would be, wasn't it? Absolutely, and more. And, more. Yeah. and I thought the star of that match for me was Phoenix. Okay, yeah, he was. Yeah. I thought he was just exceptional. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, all four men, absolutely great. Um, and that's an advert. If you want to, you want to make a that statement. That should have been on the pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if you want to make a statement. Yeah, yeah. That's how you make a statement. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, just a phenomenal match, um, very well done. Um, and I like they, tr- you know, the story they told as well. With uh, you know, they alluded to it in the pre-tape with um, you know the young bucks saying, you know, like we've not wrestled, we've not been wrestling. Mm-hmm. Well, you've been wrestling all around the, you know, around the world. We've not really been wrestling. We've had time off. And like the story they told with the young bucks being like one step behind, they kept messing up their stuff and going into each other, etc. Right. So that lays waste to the argument of, oh, it's just a spot fest with lots of big moves. They told a story. Mm-hmm. They told a very good story and the match itself was excellent. So, um, you know, just what more can you want from that, you know? Right. Um, and then the main event, Kenny Omega and uh, Chris Jericho. Um, I'd, I'd say it's probably the weaker of the three matches that went on last. But it was still a very good match and I think that it did a number of things. Number one, it established that, you know, spinning back elbow, what's he call it? The Judas effect. Yes. Yeah. Um, it establishes that as a a finishing move for Jericho when he hits it now. I think some people expected Omega to kick out of it. Okay. 
but I think the only way you can establish a finishing move is by... It being a finishing move. Yeah, yeah. and I think that that's a good first step towards doing it. Mm-hmm. And if he hits Hangman Page Especially it, Kenny Omega, who's like the yeah. arguably the top new star coming. Absolutely. Yeah, you, know. you don't see people kick out of the one-winged angel. He never hit the one-winged angel in that match. No. So, um, uh, so yeah, so, you know, a good main event. I didn't think it was spectacular. I didn't think it needed to be spectacular. I thought it was just a very good main event. I think you, if you had that main event any show that you run, yeah, you would be very happy with it, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's just on that night, it was probably the third best match because you had two exceptional matches in Cody and Dustin, which was definitely the best match, and then the Young Bucks and and, and Penta and uh, Phoenix. But like, but again, um, I think it doesn't matter what style of like that match will be some people's favourite match for sure, mm-hmm. right? But it just depends what style of wrestling you like best. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like so, there's two, three very different matches. Yeah, I guess, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And then of course, the big. Big debut. Big debut at the end. Mox. Yeah. I wonder... I've got to assume... I've got to assume so... (coughs) But obviously, I don't know for sure that the the shooting of it was very much Scott Hall Nitro, wasn't it? Yeah, the way he came through the yeah. crowd. So it was but like again, a but it was also, shield. But it was a shield as well, yeah, which yeah. was clever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they kind of tied it all in nicely. Yeah. The way he walks... So he walks down, he turns to his right. It's He's going to our left, though. He's turned to his right and walks throughout the ring and then, yeah, hops over. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Very good. And, uh, and him and um, Moxley and Kenny Omega's brawling... I thought was excellent. Like, I was like, oh, I want to see these two fight now. When they yeah. were going at it outside the ring, right. on the way to the, 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 the poker the chips. Poker chips, yeah. Um, I felt like it. I felt again, just if I critique anything, I'll probably get in trouble. But again, <laughs> double arm DDT on the chips. I think that should have been the end. I don't think they needed that. The throw Time off. off. That that to me was again WWE. You know, okay. I don't. I just felt they didn't need that. Mm-hmm. Like I get wrestling. That's you know, and I think the double arm DDT on the. You know, on the, uh, the I keep wanting to say potato chips, but <laughs> on the poker chips, I think that was visual enough. Um, but yeah, I thought that um, yeah, overall, excellent debut show. Yeah. Um, I think, like I say, like I was disappointed by the pre-show, but as soon as the main show started, things kicked into gear, um, and it was just a much. Uh, it was it was a very refreshing show, and I think that for everyone involved, especially considering it's their first show, mm-hmm. um, everyone involved. Did a great job, um, and I'm interested to see where it goes from here. Obviously, it's a completely different kettle of fish when they're having to produce TV every single week. Um, but for a big match show, it delivered. Yeah, my job, my sincerely, my favorite part of the show was, which it wasn't really a favorite part of the show. It's just the audience. They were they invested were in the product, fully invested. But they played. So I would say this is my new favorite quote. Bret Hart said it: "Wrestling's always better for everyone when everyone pretends it's real." Yeah, I kind of sensed it. Everyone was playing along. MJF got that desired boo, asshole, heat. You know, hang when you when you and again, but it's like when you get when you when the audience are prepared to accept that. Yeah, then then they can genuinely get riled up by it. Yeah, I can watch a TV show and get wound up by a character Mm -hmm. being an asshole like Negan. Yeah, everyone hates Negan. Everyone hates Negan. We don't really like. Do you know what I mean? Like real life, we don't. But like when we're watching Walking Dead, Mm -hmm. we hate him, and that's what you want from wrestling. You, you, the fans are if the fans are prepared to have that, um, you know, okay, we're going to suspend our disbelief and we're going to have a good time. Yeah. Then ultimately, they wound up getting wrapped into it, Mm -hmm. and like a great heel, like MJF, I can guarantee you people really hate MJF. Sure. MJF, Um, (laughs) and and what I think is uh, interesting as well, you never see pictures of MJF like hugging fans and like high-fiving fans no 
when he does some meet and greet stuff and stuff, he j- always looks miserable to be there. Mm-hmm. So attention you know. to detail. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, absolutely key point missing a lot of wrestlers nowadays is. They're not prepared to sacrifice that lack of a t-shirt sale for the sake of the whole show. Yeah, and and, and given the fact that yeah, and that's very interesting you say it, like the t-shirt sale is small money compared to what could be on the table mm-hmm. if everyone pulled together in the same direction and created something Helped very something special. Else grow. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so he's happy go. to do it. Yeah, yeah. And, and we'll see what happens with him because I can, yeah. I would like, I think he's a can't miss here. Uh-huh. Like, honestly, I believe like if you put money on anyone becoming a, a huge superstar. MJF is a is a guy. Yeah, so I think he used to come over and wrestle for Bagger. <laughs> I know, do that, you know. Wow, right. <laughs> he used to do the LDN tours yeah. for twenty five quid a night. You know, <laughs> but yeah, he's a hell of a talent. Oh, sorry, fifteen quid a night. <laughs> Bagger. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was a uh, AEW's. There you go. Double or nothing. It's quite quite the contrast to our review of World of Sport Wrestling, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just an exciting product. I imagine it would be much better received from the ITV people as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if and I swear, uh, again, there's, there's no there's no facts facts to this at all. Yeah. Right. Um, but like I swear, if they'd put on this caliber of show, um, on ITV World of Sport, mm-hmm. say for example, okay, so you can't do the the Cody Dustin match. If that Young Bucks tag was on World of Sport on the first week, yeah. People would have tuned in the next yeah, week. Yeah, you're probably right. I yeah. guarantee you. That's probably what they hope they have with Will Osprey. But they didn't put him on the first week, did they? Oh, I, I, I don't, I don't know. But like, there's so much to it, like shooting. They had the experience. I think maybe someone from WCW who then went for Ring of Honor. Maybe, I don't know. Someone they'd, they'd got someone who has plenty of years shooting professional wrestling. Yeah. ITV, I can only Keith assume. Keith Mitchell, right? Keith Mitchell's, that's the yeah. name. So, yeah. They, ITV had no one like that at all, you know. But still, like. Big experience. So, counts for a lot. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. Well, we've got to wrap it up now, unfortunately, because we are on a bit of a timetable, but I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter, B-O-Y-S-I-M-M-O-N-Z. And me, at A Quilden, A-Q-U-I-L-D-A-N. Um, wonderful. Yeah. Good time. Make sure you tune in next week. We've got a special guest next week. We won't tell you. Or shall we tell them? Twisted Genius Dean Ayers will go. be our guest on next week's episode. Um, so anyone who's followed British wrestling, he's a name that you should probably know. And if you don't know him, you'll get to know him next week. Yep. All right. So thanks, thanks for coming. Everyone. Speak to you in a while. Goodbye. Players.